Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice and Bengals Nation. I hope you found the show. We moved it back about a half hour, trying to make it easier for people to view the show. But if you're first time viewing, maybe or maybe not, you may not know this or not, but this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, found the show. Do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm getting it going here. We're up to 667 subscribers. That is awesome. Let's keep it rolling. Try to get to 700 as fast as we can. Okay. I titled this as should the Bengals make or should the Bengals move on from Zach Taylor? A lot of you think he should. I'm kind of starting to lean that way a little bit, but let's see here. The Bengals lost their 21 point, 20, 21 to nothing lead. They lost it. Then they end up losing the game 27 to three over the, or 27 31 over the Colts. Now we got Carlos Dunlap going to come out and go live and maybe complain about the Bengals, maybe complain about Zach Taylor, but we've had that happen already. I'm going to bring in my boy, Jeremy Dean. I, is Zach, is Zach losing the, is Zach losing the locker room? I mean, I think he is at this point. To, to me, when you've got now, this would be the third player, along with you mentioned Dunlap. Now we mm -hmm. have Sean Williams and we have Darius Phillips. Everybody's tweeting. We're wasting talent in Cincinnati. We have a right. young team with tons of talent with the injuries. We're wasting talent. That That's what keeps coming up. So I say yes. When you have veteran players coming out and putting things on Twitter and talking to the public and going on local shows and throwing Zach under the bus, at this point, yes. I, I believe we're losing, especially after losing a 21-to-zip lead, we're losing right. this team. Now, this is the frustrating part to me where I'm like, I, I've defended, like, I don't think we get rid of Zach is what I've said in the past. But okay, like I said, if he's losing the locker room, I'm changing my mind. But but let me get into this first. This was the fourth time in six games that the Bengals had the lead going into the fourth quarter. Now, granted, they only had the lead for a couple seconds in the fourth quarter in this game, but they still had the lead. So, I mean, I, I'll put it to you this way. If we fire Zach Taylor now, we've talked about this before. It's it's going to be Jim Turner. It's going to be Callahan. It's going to be a roommate. It's one of those guys is going to be a head coach. And I don't think he those guys are any better than Zach. So I think we got to let it play out. And if Zach Taylor only wins one or two or three games this year, I mean, what is he? He's three and 33 and one or something like that is his record. I mean, I mean, that's yeah. If, if it, if it doesn't get any better then yes, you have to fire him. You have to move on. I mean, we were just talking about in the pre-show fist fight, the Browns, they kept changing coaches and changing coaches and they finally got the right one. I mean, I, I brought it up the uh, LA Rams. They had Jeff Fisher when they first moved out there, they drafted uh, Jared Goff, and it wasn't very good. And then they got, um, What's that guy's name? Uh, bu, 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 bu. <laughs> I can't think of the coach now. Zach Taylor came from him. Um, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they got him yeah. and they took off. Went to Sean McVay. There we go. Jeezel. McVay, <laughs> yeah. McVay. <laughs> anyway, so I, that's where I'm like, I think it's too early to do it. I think it's leaning that way. 
I mean, a lot of stuff has got to change. So huh, we got a couple questions here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Shaney, I wish the Bengals would win some more because my brother would be in a better mood. That's that's my little sister. Hi, Anna. Yeah, that's true. It's it's uh, I'm not in the hey, best Mike, mood when we lose. I, I'll admit it. Yep, Mike has joined us. Hey, Mike, Mike, what's your what's your thoughts? We we're talking about uh, the beginning of the show here. What's your thoughts on Zach Taylor? Should we? Should we keep them? Should we move on? What you know? What what is your sense of things? You losing the locker room? Oh yeah, I mean the locker room's a big issue. Um, yeah, he needs, he needs to go. To be honest with you, but I'd give him probably next year. But that would be it for me. Yeah. All right, Keith. I would have never hired him to begin with. We should have done whatever it took to get the enemy last. I, dude, you were on the same page. Me and Jeremy were, were just talking about that. That uh, the enemy would have been our choice. And the, thing, the cool thing about the enemy is he is a former Bengal. He was here through the doldrums of the 90s. So he knows what us Bengals fans have went through. So, But we can't, the thing is, we can't hire him now. And the problem is the Houston Texans are going to be lo- looking for a coach. The Jets are probably going to be looking for a coach. Um, who else? Who else fired their coach? Um, somebody else fired. There's like three openings Houston. right now. Yeah, I, yeah. I said. Houston. Yeah, I said Houston. Oh, I, okay. I yeah, said Houston. Yeah. Anyway, anyway there's bad. a couple of them out there. So, you know, it's it, it, it's not going to be a given that he's going to come here just because he's a former Bengal. So, who knows? But we do have a good chance. I mean, once yeah. this year ends, you know. If we offer him a good contract, I don't see the enemy saying no. Now, right. And, and as the we're thing talking is, about Zach. Okay. Good, good. Yeah. As we're talking about Zach Taylor, you know, I completely agree with the players. After watching that debacle on Sunday, Joe Burrow played his, his heart out. I oh, mean, yeah. the guy played, he was throwing passes. I mean, the offensive line played decent. The Colts are a little played, overrated, in my opinion. They really good They're the number one four. defense. Yeah. I, nice. They're, they're supposed to be the number one defense in the NFL. I don't really see that with the Colts. I, I st- Statistically, they are. But right. on the other hand, we're talking about these players that are now coming out complaining about the Bengals, complaining about the coaching, complaining. The three players that we're talking about are Sean Williams that have come out publicly. Yeah, Sean right. Williams, Darius Phillips, and Carlos Dunlap. Now, those three players played quite a bit, quite a bit. They're all on defense, and they played quite a bit Sunday. Where were you at? Phillips, I'm talking to you. You had a horrible game. Sean Williams, when you were in there, you were late. You had a horrible game. And Dunlap, you ain't had a sack all year. I'm not standing up for Zach Taylor whatsoever. I believe he is, like I told you before, he's the guy that runs the ship. He's the one that needs to take everything that anybody throws at him because he deserves it. He's been a pretty mediocre coach, at, and that's as nice as I can put it. But right. the guy's complaining, where were you Sunday? Where were you? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, I know we were – we had the, the – uh, 
the game thread going on Bengals Nation, and it was blowing up. Everybody's all excited. We're up 21 points. We're doing great. I'm like, who is this? This is great. And the defense in the first quarter, they shut him down. I mean, uh, Bates even said, he goes, in his uh, after the game press conference or whatever, I don't think they got a first down in the first quarter. He goes, and then it all fell apart. I'm like, well, how did it fall apart? I mean, you know, and to me, I'm like, that's where I kind of have a hard time well, blame me. I mean, it all it always falls on the head coach. But to me, Lou Amarillo, I've said this on the show, don't play zone. And you kept playing zone. And how many times, how many times did the running back come out of backfield or a wide receiver coming out right in the middle? And there's nobody by them. None. And we'd catch the pass, we'd run for 10 yards. And then we had they converted on a third and a third and ten, a third and eight, a third and seven. I mean, you can't let them do that. That's where he's like. D- defense, somebody's got to go, this is not happening. And we didn't, that never came up, you know? And and just to add to that, and then Mike, uh, we'll get your view on it. Um, our defense gave seven out of 11 third downs. Now, you might say, well, they only had third down 11 times. Seven of 11, seven of 11 is way, way too high of a percentage. Every time we would play the base defense, we would play zone defense. We mm-hmm. would brush three people. We had old man Rivers back there standing around. Hell, he was hurt. He, he even hurt his ankle during the game, and it didn't matter because our yep. guys were not getting after him. Seven out of 11 third downs, and they only had 11 third downs because mm-hmm. they were moving the ball so far down the daggone field. We couldn't stop him either way. It didn't matter. So where are you at, Gino? Where are you at, Dunlap? I know we have injuries, but my God, this has got to stop. I don't know what you got to say, Mike, but that's where I am with it for for on the defense Sunday. Yeah, it it literally was pathetic, to be honest with you. I mean, the defense looked like they were so confused out there, they didn't even know what they were doing. And when when it's third and ten – that's unexcusable. You should get them off the downs. You know, get them on the sideline and get our offense out there and start scoring. But the whole game was just right. pathetic. All right, hold on. Let's try to get some comments here. They're, they're blowing me up here. Uh, Keith, uh, something's never changed. Just like the Marvin years, worst team in the league at making adjustments. And, you know, I agree with you. But, you know, the thing is, beginning of the year, I was praising Zach because he was making adjustments, you know. And now it's just like they didn't – like I said, the guy coming out of the backfield or, you know, at least across the middle, they never did it, never stopped them. So I need to put in their – boot in their rear ends, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see it. Facebook user. Uh, you can't lose a 21-point lead. Come on. Those are still pro athletes. Yeah. And the thing is, um, I was listening to the Bengals uh, pod, booth podcast with Dan and Lap, and Dan brought up a point that uh, – the Bengals in 1979, two years before they went to the Super Bowl, lost the biggest lead they've ever lost, which was 24 points, and they lost that to the Houston Oilers. So, I mean, it happens. Uh, let's see here. If Mike Brown owes Zach Taylor money, he won't get fired. Yeah, I hope. I mean, <laughs> well, the thing is, though, I think at least I'm hoping this. Mike Brown wants and needs a, a new stadium deal. You know, and one that was one I think is one of the big reasons why they did so much stuff on this offseason and they did so many things is he's trying to get people to go. And the thing is, look, they're only letting 12,000 people in the stadium, not everybody's going. You know, there's still tickets available, so that tells you something right there that they're not happy. And 
I'll tell you this. If Mike Brown is losing money on tickets, you know, you all can do 12,000 and we only have 10 in there or whatever it is. That's going to make him change something again, you know? So, you right. know, and, and like we were talking about earlier, we can't sit around and, and, you know, sell the team, Mike Brown, Mike Brown, go away. Okay. Maybe Mike Brown go away, but if, he don't keep it in the family. If we ever lose the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati, as yeah. you said, Jeff, we're never yeah. going to have a football team again. We're not getting so one. So we're going to have to – yeah, team. exactly. So we're going to have to stick with this team. We have tried, but the injuries – you look at Mike Daniels. You look at Trey Waynes. He, he, he was our biggest acquisition. Hasn't mm-hmm. played a down. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ Reader went down. We've been in every game – Every game except one against Baltimore, mm-hmm. we were blowing out the Colts. I mean, it's it's some there's something that is just not adding up. But I would also right. like to to bring this up real quick. We added Von Bell. He's an ex Buckeye. Right. I love Von Bell, but we added him right. two or three years too late. He got burned. I, he got burned worse than a cheese sandwich out there on Sunday. I mean, it was it was it was sad. Sims, Sims is another one. Why did why are we putting Sims in? Why is Sims starting? He's an undrafted free agent. They picked on him all day. We played zone defense. That's how you give up twenty-one to nothing lead. That's how you do it. Is you put in those type of players. And that has to come on Zach Taylor. I don't know who else to blame it on. You can blame it on the defensive coordinator, but at the end of the day, Zach Taylor yeah. runs the damn team. Yeah, it falls on it falls on Zach. That that's that's for sure. Hang on a second. All right, Keith. Uh, think about great coaches: Lombardi, Parcells, Belichick. The one thing you know from them is they are going to be straight with you. The minute you're not, you're losing the entire team. Yeah, and and that's what that's the part. Look, if he's losing the team. Then he's done. And if they go only three wins or four wins, yeah, he's done. Facebook user only rushed three times or only rushed three times on several times on passing downs. Yeah. And then Adam, hey, Adam are, are one of our normal viewers here. Uh let's see. He never talks about what's really going on in the locker room. And I feel and believe they don't trust him. Yeah, they might. And one thing is, though, I mean, honestly, I don't think any of this stuff should be coming out. To be honest, Zach shouldn't say anything. Dunlap shouldn't say anything. They all, they're men. You know, like, I don't know about you guys, but if you got a problem with me or whatever, you know, you want to talk, hey, call me up. Talk man to man, face to face. Don't go, you know, like I'm not going to go on my podcast here and go, oh, you know, that Jeremy D, man, I can't stand him. Mike Kyle, oh my goodness, what's wrong with him? You know, I'm not going to do that. I mean, if there's something going on, then, uh, you know, I, I'll, you know, I talk to you guys, not over, over this. And that's what I think needs to happen, regardless of who's upset with who, you know? That's well, true. yeah, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, if Zach Taylor had a problem with any player on the team, if it's the quarterback, offense line, anybody, he should at least bring him into the office and have a sit-down talk with one-on-one and then bring the next guy in. Or if it's just one person, you know, have a sit-down talk with them. Don't you know, don't be doing what they're doing because it's going to be a mess now with all the stuff that's going to go on. So, right, and we and we know for a fact that Zach doesn't communicate with his with his players. He did it to Andy last year when he benched Andy. He did it to Carlos when he not benched him but put him on third downs. 
you got to talk, dude. I mean, that you are the CEO of that team, basically, you know? All right, here you go. Uh, uh, dead on. Just dead yeah. on. All right, I'm here. Uh, I'm I'm here. Is Zach on the hot seat by any chance? A buy up. Hey, Joe, what's going on, man? If 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 you guys are on Bengals Nation, and you see what uh what they've been saying. Then yeah, oh here now here's the originator originator of fire to coach, and he said fire to coach first week. City boy, fire everyone that plays coaches, owner. Everyone gets fired today. It's kind of hard to fire the owner. You know, I think we're kind of stuck there. <laughs> well, but, I mean, and to go back to – go ahead. Okay. No, well, I'll just get the frustrating part to me is for the six games, we sh- could have easily won. We were leading at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I'm like – and that's where I get frustrated. That's where I'm like, okay, is this fool's gold? You know, for me, is it fool's gold? Am I, am I believing that we were so close, you know, but we're really not, you know, because – We've been like like we said we've been in every game except Baltimore, so I don't I, I don't know what to believe. I don't know if changing the coach will work, but I, but I, like I said, I will say this: if they only win three games, four games, he's got to go. You can't you can't do that. you you have Joe Burrow and you have a, you got T Higgins, you got Boyd, you got Mixon, you got all these offensive weapons and stuff. And the defense, I know they played like crap yesterday. But against Baltimore, they play good. There are good defensive players, and most of them are on the just the IL right now. But there are good, good young players here. So that's another thing. Where I'll get back to the point of Eric Bieniemy. That's one thing that we're going to have over most of these other teams, as far as if you get try to if you fire Zach and you try to get a new coach in the offseason. I mean, Houston has got Watson, Watson, so <laughs> he's pretty good. But everybody else, you got Atlanta, which that was the other team. What somebody on Facebook mentioned that that's the other team that fired him. They got Matty Ice, but he's kind of old, so he might, you know, his best years might be behind him. And then you got the Jets. Well, they haven't fired him yet, but they're going to, you know. So that's another thing where getting a we have it's it's exciting, a great opportunity for young coaches to want to come here and want to coach Joe Burrow up and these weapons we have. Yeah, and, and to go back to John's question on you know is Zach Taylor on the hot seat. I would not only say yeah, but I would say hell yeah. Um, Zach <laughs> Brown. Or, <laughs> Zach Brown. Um, Mike Brown cannot afford to keep doing this to Cincinnati no. fans. Guys, no. we're Cincinnati fans. We're not We're not expert. We don't claim to be. We're, we're, fa- we're just as angry. Yeah, exactly. We're just as angry as you guys are. And right. Mike Brown cannot – cannot stick with a coach that is going to take us right back in. Oh, well, this year we won three games. Next year we'll win four. Maybe we'll eventually get to eight and eight. He can't afford that because, as Jeff said, we're trying to get a renovated stadium or a new stadium built. One of the two has to happen. Yeah, it has to happen at some point. So if Bengal fans aren't coming to the game, he's not – I can't in the world envision Mike Brown allowing Zach Taylor to stay here next year if we win two or three games. We got to get our stadium full again and turn mm-hmm. it back into the jungle and not mm-hmm. into a few thousand people wearing some orange and black. Right. And the thing is, you got you got a short window with Zach or not with Zach with, with Joe freaking Burrow because he's on the rookie right. contract. Once that's up, and then he's 
I mean, then he's probably going to want to get paid. I would think so. <laughs> and that makes it harder, you know, to, to, to develop it. So your time to win is now. All right, Dennis, uh, the right side of it all is at least AJ finally showed up. Yeah, AJ had a good game except for that deep ball, man. And he even admitted it in the uh, press conference afterwards that he goes, I, I should have went up for it. That's what I normally do. I normally go up after that ball. Me and Jeremy and Mike were talking about that during the game. Like, you know, if he goes up to go get the ball, it's a, it's it, well, it might not be a touchdown. He might fall to the ground, but it's at least a catch. You know, he's waiting for it to come down to him. And if you notice, I think that pissed AJ off. I think he was mad at himself because in the fourth quarter, he made two great catches, you know, two great. And if Joe Burrow doesn't throw a damn interception, we win this game. But I'm saying we're going to win the game. We're going to win the game and we have it. But, you know, we're so, that's why I'm like, we're so close. That's why I'm like, I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm torn. I don't know. But if he loses the locker room and we only, you know, I, that's why I don't think you make a decision now, you know, we catch you can't, what are you going to do? You know, it's going to be something the coaching staff, you know? Exactly. And and Burrow didn't lose the game. Burrow won the game. 27 points, 21 nothing, 24 to 7 at halftime. You don't lose those games. You don't put a rookie quarterback into that situation. He actually threw to the right read. Uh, Actually, the safety made a great play, and, and that's what it come down to. He, <laughs> if that safety wasn't there, it would have been a touchdown. Right. But right. the fact of the matter is, is it keeps happening every week. We keep talking about right. the same thing every week. We're this close. We're this close. We should have yeah. won. We should have won, but we're not yeah. winning. But we're not winning. Right. Uh, Gitlow, our, our boy Gitlow's here. He said, I'm here. The show could start now. All right. I'll, we're waiting on you, brother. <laughs> we're waiting on you. Where you been at? <laughs> All right, let's see here. There's a lot of questions, guys. Hold on a second. Facebook user, let me get to this one. Mike, you can jump in if you got something to say, dude. I'm not, I mean, I just try to get to the questions here. Yeah, um, well, if I, um, I would like ahead, to say one thing real quick, though. Um, Go for it. It's going to get really irritating, but my thing is if, if they don't start correcting this offense line real quick, Burrow's going to have a very, very short career, a very short career. Yeah, but the thing is, yesterday, that wasn't a problem. <laughs> Burrow got right. I think, right. twice. So that's what drives me nuts. That's where I'm like, okay, last week against Baltimore, our offense was horrible. The defense kept us in the game. This week, our offense was, was good the first quarter and a half, and then they should have turned these long drives into touchdowns instead of field goals. So it's like, that's where I'm like, it's one week, it's this. It's like you're, you got, you're trying to hold – a uh, plug up a dam, you know, you're plugging up this hole. Then all oh, you plug up this one. Oh, then I got plugged this one up. I mean, it's always something. That's where I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> That's where it just it gets. And you're ah, right about that, Jeff. I mean, it's like, we, we know where the problem's at. We fix the no, problem, but then it's no, something else. It's like, no, no, no. I don't agree with you. We don't know where the problem is. The problem is different every week. That's what I'm saying. Right. The problem. I mean, the consistent problem has been the offensive line, but they played good yesterday. They played good against San Diego. They played good. Not great. But they play good. You know, the, yeah. the parts of, of the team, they play good one week, and then something else plays like crap. It's like we need to get the all cons- of them play together. Exactly. Right. The, the consistent problem is there's no damn consistency. That's right. the yes. problem. They're consistent and, consistent, <laughs> and that's what drives me freaking nuts. I'm like, that's where I'm like, four of the la- of six games, we were winning in the fourth freaking quarter. I'm like, you got to win those games. And that's where we're like, okay, is this – is it a young team? Is it a young coach? Is, you know, what is it? Because there's always right. something. 
you know? I mean, I, well, it's I've just like that one member said, you know, huh? he was what? that one member said, I think uh, either last show or the show before that. But he was right. He said this team is not very consistent at all. And he hit that one on the head. <laughs> right. All right. William, the Bengals production is not surprising. What is surprising is the drama going on right now. Taylor is definitely losing. Yeah, that's. And that's the thing that that's the other thing is like okay, we are if not, okay, if we are this close, which I I keep thinking we are, and I always you know call me whatever, call me call me a homer, call me you know too optimistic, whatever. But if he is losing the locker, which it looks like he is, then it's never going to get any better, you know, because these guys are just like it's one in one ear, not the other, and they're not going to listen to what what the word he's saying. So that's where. Again, if this is what's happening, and it sure as heck looks like that's what's happening, then you know I think we need to move on from Zach. But like I said, if we move on from now, I mean, is there is there another coach that the players like better? You know, <laughs> I mean, our offense line hasn't played very good; it's been inconsistent. Our our defense has been inconsistent. Our off, I mean, honestly, our offense has been pretty consistent. I mean, I'll say a passing game. Now that has to do with Joe Burrow, I think, more than anything. I mean, but. You know, and I don't know. That's I don't. It's just I don't know. <laughs> well, you look at the offense, man. Time of possession. We had the ball thirty-four minutes and twenty-eight seconds. Yeah, that's that's more than you can ask for an offense. I mean, dude, we're up twenty-one we, points. <laughs> Three hundred yards passing, ninety-eight yards total rushing. We did everything to win this game, and the defense blew it up. And you know what? Right. Like, like you said, it's it's inconsistency, and it's got. We can blame it on all the all the different coaches, anybody we want to blame it on. But the fact of the matter is, is Zach Taylor's the head coach, and we're not consistent. We're not doing right. what we can to win. He talks about a winning rhetoric all the time. That's all he talks about. We need to learn how to win here in Cincinnati. Well, Zach, you had a game yesterday to win, and you didn't do it. And you should have won. I mean. We're talking about AJ Green. What a bounce back game he had! He had 96 yards. T. Higgins had 125 yards. We almost had two wide receivers with 200 yards combined. So I mean, those are that, that's huge. We just lost Jeremy. I don't know what happened to him. But those okay. are, there, you're back. But that's huge. I mean, that's you got two guys who almost get 200 yards. I mean, we got Joe Mixon was 18 for 54 yards. Gio was eight for 15 yards. I mean, our offense, you get that much production, you should win. And I'm like I said, I keep going. I'm sitting there watching the game, and Phil Rivers had the game of his life. Okay, that's the best game he's played all year. And and Billy Bates even said this, or just Billy Bates, <laughs> fold <red flag. laughs> Jesse Bates even said this. He goes, Philip, old man Rivers was throwing the ball. He said they were out of bounds. The balls are out. So the it, it was only to where his guys were either going to catch it or was going out of bounds. So he said that's those are really hard to defend, which they are. But how many times did we see guys wide open and nobody around them, you know, for 10 yards? So Exactly. Anyway. Going back to the zone defense that you like to bring up. And another thing, too, is this. Penalties. We had six penalties, which that's not too bad. But if you go back and watch the game, if anybody noticed – we didn't get penalties until no. it was third and ten, third right. and five, third yeah. and two. 
We were getting penalties at the worst time, Bobby Hart. Um, <laughs> him, you, him you and Redmond both jumped off at the same time. <laughs> exactly. And you've got a rookie quarterback trying to, my God, score. I guess he's got he's going to have to score 34 points a game from here on out. And <laughs> every penalty that we had was literally at the worst time you can have a penalty. And veteran linemen should not be pulling this junk. Yeah. Jumping off – there was a time when Joe Burrow was trying to get the defense to jump off sides. The whole line knew it. He huh, huh, and there goes Bobby Hart. What, what, what? <laughs> After they just had a timeout and huddled and said, this is what we're going to do. Right. Exactly. It's unbelievable. And just, just to let you know, Joe Fur- freaking Burrow did throw for 300 yards. Now, Old Man Rivers <laughs> threw for 371. Now, the thing is, though, they that's what kills me. We're up 21 points. You know the Colts gotta throw the ball to get back in this. You know they do. So, and what did we talk about on Friday's show? Pressure. Get pressure. Pressure breaks pipes. Get pressure on on Phil Albany Rivers. And the times we did, he threw it in the ground or he threw it out of bounds or he threw the interception. We just didn't do it enough. And like I said, we only rushed three guys. Like like third and nine, third. Rush everybody. <laughs> they got to go 10 yards. Rush them. And you should and, – and if you get to them fast enough, it doesn't matter how long the guy's cover because he's not going to – you know, he's not going to be able to throw the ball. He's not going to have the time. You know, I was just tell, talking to Jeremy about that too last night is why they don't go back to the uh, – what was it, Jeremy? Uh, no huddle? No huddle offense? Yeah, no huddle offense. I mean, they do so well with that. Well, I don't know why they just don't do that again. I mean, I'm totally lost. Well, I mean, they, to they do two minutes. I mean, they, our offense wasn't the problem. We scored 27 points. Yeah. Our offense wasn't the problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on. I, I got uh, – let me try to go through here and get some of these questions. Uh, okay, what has – Keith, what has been consistent is no one makes – Big plays when we need it. Yes. Aside from the PI call, the shot. Yeah. I, I and I dude, I will go back to that play. If they don't call that, and if AJ makes the play, which he did make the play, you know, they don't call that. I think that changes their whole season. I really do. But you know, it is what it is. And, and, and it definitely he, changes AJ's perspective of the season because I think after that he kind of just quit. I mean, until this last game, AJ has been a ghost. Right. Yeah. John Kroger says we are not close. Yeah. <laughs> John, I wish I, I could say you're wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I can't argue with it. I just, I just could tell you we, we were, we were ahead in four out of the six games and well, in the fourth quarter. Those winning teams win those and we didn't win them. So a lot of injuries too, but uh, you know, everybody's got injuries. Everybody's I don't want to keep harping on injuries. Yeah, you can't, everybody has injuries. I mean, you can't, yeah. it's the NFL. Everybody, you know, anyway, uh, Keith, I already did that one. Sorry. <laughs> on, there's no, Keith's got no one down there. And where do you go? There he is. All right. Right on Mike Kyle. No huddle. How about running, running draws and traps to slow down the pass rush? Yeah. But, I mean, we didn't, they didn't have a pass rush this game. I mean, they didn't, <laughs> they sacked Zach twice. I, th- I think he, I mean, that really wasn't a problem this game. I mean, the last game, yes. I mean, last game against Ravens, we had free rushers running up the middle. That's what drives me nuts. We fixed this, 
and then the defense sucks. <laughs> you know, that's where I, I, that's where I'm just pulling my hair out, which I ain't got much hair left. But that's it. Just drives me nuts. Well, and, and that's when you go back to third down. We were literally less than fifty percent on third down. A lot of that came from penalties. We we would be at third and five. We would jump off sides. We would, you know, have a mm -hmm. 10, 12, 15 yard run. We were holding. Uh, right. They came at the worst time. But when you have under fifty percent on third down, you're. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do anything, but we what? we still did. That was the amazing yeah. thing. Burrow still gave us plenty of points to win that game, and it was yeah. literally when we were up twenty-one to nothing. I think every Bengal fan that's going to watch this and that is watching now had the feeling, like the Marvin Lewis era. Oh God, we're about to get conservative. We're about to base right. defense zone cover. Right. And that's exactly what we did, and that's exactly why we lost, and that's exactly why we're going to keep losing until we stop it. Right, and this William's got a good point, kind of on what you said. Yeah, yeah why? Why do the thing was well, we're Josh rushed three in big moments? It doesn't work. Hello, yeah, exactly, and that's that's where I, I'm just yelling at the TV. Let's them, you know, it's especially if it's third and nine, third and seven. You got to blitz them and go after them. You know, you you got to you got to put pressure on them. If they make it, they make it. You know, but I would rather do that than back off of them five yards and give them the freaking first down, tackle them after the first down. That that's true. Doesn't make any sense. All right, Dennis has got a question Stupid. here. Uh, let's see here. Why don't the Bengals do something? The pros haven't seen for a while. Only college team is this. <laughs> my thinking can be. In the beer, or maybe be the wishbone. <laughs> yeah, you can do the wishbone. I mean, that, but this week the offense wasn't the problem. It was the defense. Last week it was the offense. So that's what I keep saying. It drives me nuts. And it's not one thing, it's something else. Get low. Uh, we went into the game with def a defensive game plan, but did not adjust. Yes, to the passing defense when the Colts had exactly when they had the pass. That's what drives you nuts. Get low. You knew they had the pass. They were down 21 to nothing. They ain't running the ball. <laughs> you know? That, that's why that's why when teams are up 21 to nothing, that's when you, you find more interceptions, fumbles, right. sacks. Mm -hmm. None of that happened because we decided right. we're up 21 nothing. Let's play this thing to the end and rush three people. That if you watch the Ravens, the, the Squealers, uh any good team in the NFL, when they're up 21 to nothing. They don't sit back and just, you know, well, let's take That's this right. thing to the last second. No. They go after, after and go after All right, Facebook users, do you think Zach has assembled a relatively inex inexperienced coaching staff as he feels more inexperienced? Inex man, I can't read that. Say that word. Uh, Co-coordinator would be a threat to him in his own position. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, the whole coaching staff, to be honest, m the problem I think was he came in late. He was in the Super Bowl and he had to hurry up and quickly get guys, you know? So maybe the guys he really wanted weren't there. I don't know that for a fact. I just know it was a very short, a very short time about that. So, yeah. So I, anyway, I, I that's, I don't know. That's that. That's my only thing with with the coaching staff. It was only a couple of weeks before uh, the combine started. 
Uh, oh, man, I keep going back to the same one. Sorry. And, uh, and speaking of that real quick. I, yeah, good. I, I really would like to see what it would look like with Willie J. The third on one side, Trey Wayne's on the other. Reader healthy, Geno healthy. I mean, I would like to see what our defense would look like with Logan Wilson, Akeem Davis Gaither. Uh, Gaither. I, I would like to see us completely healthy and see how the defense does. But if you call a game like that, I don't care if you've got the steel curtain out there. It's yes, yeah. you're still going to lose. Back up. You, you can't play scared, and that's what and, that, and that's what we all say. Drove us nuts about Marvin Lewis and Zach. And the Bengals did the same thing yesterday, and 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 it, it could be you know you, they got to learn to win, they got to learn to win. But I mean, if we know it, then why don't they know it? And that's kind of the way I've, I think I said about the offensive line all off season. If I know it, then they suck. Then they should know it because I'm just a fan. You know, I don't know it. They're the ones that are supposed to know better than, than I am. So that's why I don't, I don't get it. Yep. And one and one quick stat, and then I'll let Mike. Uh, Go on, but um, Go we it. were up twenty-one, nothing. Yeah, we had one sack, mm-hmm. zero yards. Right, twenty-one, nothing, one sack, zero yards. That is unacceptable. Period. Right. I, it blows my mind how you can be up twenty-one to nothing and have one sack for zero yards. It's unexplainable. I don't know what you think, Mike, but I don't I don't get it. Yeah, that is totally unacceptable. I mean, when you have a 21-0 lead, you would figure that defense would be hungry to go after the quarterback, you know? I mean, your mind should be focused on one thing, and that is with the guy that has the ball in his hands after it's snapped. You know, they shouldn't be worried about anything else but the quarterback. So, you know, that, that's a coaching problem right there. Yeah, exactly. All right, <clears throat> William. I didn't understand not going for the two fourth downs. You can't trade field goals for touchdowns. It's not like the defense was stopping anybody. The Bengals need to stop being so uh, – why can't I read that? Anyway, that word. Conservative. <laughs> Conservative, thank you. You're putting big words on me, William. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I – and the thing is, they, they I think they did go for it on one fourth down when they had to because we were down and they made it. And the Bengals have actually been, I don't know the stats, but I think they've been actually pretty productive going for it on fourth down. They converted, I think, more than they than they haven't. So, and that, oh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing, too. Is, but the other thing is, you got to look at it this way. Yeah, we need to score touchdowns, but we got a really good field goal kicker. I mean, Fat Randy, I know he missed the thing that drives me nuts. He hasn't missed, he's only missed two. Uh, two he missed. One was to tie the game. The other one was to take the lead. I was like, and he hit a 50-yarder and a 47-yarder. I mean, he can kick. So, I mean, that is a weapon that you have to consider, you know, and you can't, you know. So, I do agree with William. We should have went for it and because because our defense wasn't stopping anybody. But I do understand we got, you know, if he makes the field goal, it's a completely different game, you know. But – they still, the way the defense is playing, they still could have lost, you know, because they're not, they're not going after. They're playing not to, not to lose. Gillow says Zach has assembled a fi- family and friends and associates. I guess that's that's his coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Going back to Randy Bullock real quick, though. If he would have made mm-hmm. that field goal, 
it would have changed yeah. the whole dynamic of our last drive. We wouldn't have, oh, yeah. we wouldn't be looking way down the field to try to, you know, with 43 seconds to go, we, we could have played rather conservative on offense, got to the 30 yard line, kicked a field goal and got the hell out of there. But right. It didn't work that way. All right. Well, and that's what I said on a few shows a few weeks ago where, about Bullock, you know, he, he does good when there's no pressure on him, but when there's a whole lot of pressure like this past week, he misses them. It's like, you should be, be able to make them both ways, you know? So, you know, that's up to the coaching again, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I still wouldn't get rid of him. I mean, he, he's only missed two. They're two big ones, but if he doesn't make the other yeah. ones, if he doesn't make the other ones he made in the game, we're not in the game anyway. So, Okay, Jeremy, not only up 21 zip with no sacks, but against arguably the least mobile, yep, least mobile quarterback in the league. I, I agree. And we let him sit back there and kill us. I mean, and we, like, if you guys can go back and watch our show Friday, I know I said it. I know Jeremy said it. I'm pretty sure Mike said it. You got to get pressure on the quarterback because he can't freaking move. That should have been game plan A. Go get him because <laughs> he can't do anything. Look what happened. Against the Browns, the Browns went after him, and he threw the ball all over the place. We let him sit back there and just pick us apart. And that's yeah, one thing would, too about the defense. Oh, uh, that's one thing about the defense, you know, with the Bengals. You know, you, you want to make the opposing quarterback feel uncomfortable back there. You know, now when it comes to offense, you want to make your quarterback feel comfortable. But when you're on defense. A lot of times you need to feel make their quarterback feel uncomfortable where they don't want to do what they want to do, you know? You put the pressure on them, not yourself. And that's what the Bengals got themselves into. They're putting a lot of pressure on themselves and, and they're just not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So Yep. Yep. And and speaking of the offense real quick, yeah, you know. Every, I've seen a few people talk about Burrow. I don't want to hear nothing. Burrow played a great game. But a quick stat. Mixon ran for 54 yards. His longest run was nine yards. Mm -hmm. When you have a running game that is the longest run is nine yards, he ran – he got 54 yards for the game, The a long of nine yards – that's putting way too much on your rookie quarterback, but it wasn't for Burrow because he still took us down there. So anybody yeah. that's got any reservations about Burrow, don't. This guy I mean, is the future. No, exactly. You're one, thing, one thing you say about the offense is, like, first three drives, we went down and we scored. And if you notice, all three times, we ran the ball and we ran their ass over. I mean – Mixon, when he scored, he's laying on top of Colts. <laughs> That's why he wasn't down until he got to the end zone. He was laying on top, so we ran over them. So, again, we come back to uh, coaching, adjustments. Okay, the Colts obviously made some kind of adjustment because we couldn't. We never ran the ball like that the rest of the game. And one thing that we all complained about is one of the things that the Bengals needed to fix was the red zone efficiency. Well, they did that yesterday. But then the second half, we didn't get down there. You know, we kept – Kicking field goals, which I mean, we had the lead all up till you know the end of, or beginning of the fourth quarter. But those are those are things that winning teams you you like. Okay, remember I don't remember you guys remember this game a couple years ago. I think I can't remember if Andy was the quarterback or if um or if uh, Carson was. But we had a shootout with the Browns, 
and it was up in Cleveland. And whoever, basically, whoever won, whoever, whoever had the ball at the end of the game was going to win the game. But the thing is, that offense, Bengals offense, knew that, and we kept going, kept going, kept fighting. And that's kind of the way yesterday was. You know, they ended up yeah. scoring more than us because their defense, yeah, they stopped us, but not, not really. I mean, yeah, they stopped us. They did stop us. Like I say, but that's where our offense has to keep going and say, no, we're going to keep scoring. We got to score. You know, that, that's what's got to happen. Yeah, uh, yeah. giving up 21 points is just unexcusable, period. Period. Doesn't matter who you are, or what team you're with. That's miserable. Right, Adam. Adam, uh, coaching brings better players. The team is not ready to win. No matter how many points we are up, take takes better coaching to win this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't disagree with you. I mean, I, I don't – good teams win those games. Colts are a good team. All right, Keith, I can tell you the defense problem in a nutshell – Great defense are active and make the offensive line adjust to them. Our defense is reactive, always adjusting to what the offense is doing. Yeah, I that's I agree with you. That's the zone, and that's where we're we're backing off, guys. Five yards. I'm like, it's third and ten. Get up on them, and if they they, they shouldn't beat you, but you should be backing up five yards on them and let the guy, like I said, the running back come out and it's always in the middle of the field. There's so many times in right in right. Past the line of scrimmage, running back catches the ball, wide receiver catches the ball, and then they're gone. And there's nobody within 10 yards of them. That's then they kept doing that. It's like, uh, all right, let's see here. Uh what's <laughs> nah. oh, the future? We need to beat the Browns like Andy Dalton. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be oh, yeah, Browns week. We got to beat them. It'll it'll be an interesting, interesting game Sunday, and hopefully. It'll be a better outcome. All right. Uh, Adam, while you're tweeting this out to Adam, uh, as Bum Phillips once said about Don Shula, he's take, he, he can take his and, and oh, his and beat them with yours and take yours and beat them with his. Yeah. That's good coaching. You can take their team and beat you with yep. against your other team, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what good coaching is. And I don't think we have it. But like I said, I, I don't think, I mean, the, thing, the thing is, like I've said before, if you, if you fire them now, it's going to be Amarillo or Callahan or I don't know. Well, and that's that's like I've said, man. Really, my takeaways from the game were, one, we lost the game through defense on third downs. We could not get off the field yeah. for the life yeah. of me on third and ten. Why are we yeah, rushing three? Yes. Why? Yeah. Number two. Green finally showed back up. That was nice to see. Yeah. It's going to be nice to see through the rest of the year. And three, Higgins is showing pretty much everybody. He's eventually going to be the number one in Cincinnati. My oh. last one is at the end of the day, it does. you do have to put every single bit of it on the man in charge, which is Zach Taylor. But as we've all said, if you get rid of Taylor right now, who do you guys want? If there's anybody watching this or going to be watching it, please send us a comment, anything, and tell us who you would rather have. Zach Taylor, Jim Turner, Lou Anamarillo, however you say his name, Amadillo. or Brian Callahan. That's who you're going to end up with if we let Zach Taylor go now. So 
what why what would even be the point in letting him go now? Next year I'm with you if we only win three or four games. I'm with you. Right. But right. as of now, we're gonna be stuck with the same guys we're complaining about every week. Right. And the other thing the red the reds, the Bengals accomplished is they got a they got a deep ball. Actually should have got two of them, but he got a sixty seven yard uh pass to T. Higgins. And they should have had another one to AJ. AJ even says he should have went and got it. So that's right, Mike. All of the things that there was a lot of stuff, good things that happened in that game that we've been waiting to see happen, and they actually happened. And then our defense does that. Uh, Gillow's got a good point here. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gillow says, "Remember, our top pass rushers were on the sidelines: Geno and Dunlap." Yeah. I, that that was. I, I I guess I mean I honestly to be honest, Gillow, I didn't. I guess didn't pay attention to that because I thought Carlos and Gino were going to be on there more, but yeah. Uh, and then let's see Apple kid here uh, or crown. I would say Apple kid crown Apple kid. Why can't the Bengals cover the tight end? They couldn't cover anybody coming out of the backfield or in the middle of the field. No, nope. you know, that's they one couldn't cover a running back. Keep Taylor and we need a better DC. Maybe, but uh, dude, honestly, if Zach Taylor, like we've been talking about, if Zach is losing the locker room, and he, only, if he, he, he if, even if he gets the locker room back and they only win three games, I, three games ain't gonna cut it. He's won three games in two years. That's it. That's all he's won so far. Uh, yeah, and if you were listening know. earlier in the show, man, we were talking about that. Mike Brown can't afford to have two or three more three three win seasons. I mean, we've got to get yeah. people in the stands so we can either get an upgrade to our stadium or build a new one, or we're not going to have any football in Cincinnati, NFL-wise. Yeah. Right. All right, Adam, LOL, if the offense played good, then the defense plays bad, vice versa. It's so predictable. I just knew we were going to blow the lead up, dude. We, I was with yeah. you. I'm like When they started coming back, I'm like, no, 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 please, no. Please, no, please, please, no. Uh, I just, I'm like, all right, all right, they scored. Okay, we just got to go down and score. We got to go down and score. We got, you know, and we kicked field goals. I want touchdowns, but it's just a game it's a game you, you you can't you you shouldn't lose. There's no reason to lose it, and it, I mean it goes from the yeah, the offense stopped scoring touchdowns, which you know that 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 needs they need to fix that. But it it was just adjustments. I mean, in the second half, the Colts made adjustments and the Bengals didn't. I mean they they started stopping us and we couldn't stop them. You know. So it's it, it's tough to be a Bengal fan when you're up by 21 points and you know the game's still not over. And we've been through it for many years and we're always right. going to have that feeling. And yesterday we all got the same feeling and it came true again. And sometimes mm-hmm. you just wish, God, put me out of my misery. But <laughs> we've still got, we're still we're still Bengal fans. We've still got, you know. If anything, this makes us better fans than uh, the way I look at it than anybody in the league because we're here. We, we're, here. We're, we're still here. here. <laughs> One of the two. One of the two. Right. Exactly. Right. All right, Keith. If I were the DC, or it, wait, yeah, if I were DC, we're blitzing almost every down. Why? Wouldn't you rather have them score quick and then you can get around the offense back out there, or torture you with a long? A clock eating drive. <laughs> you just say let him go score, and then, <laughs> which I mean, the thing is, the second half they they didn't score. They didn't. They kicked. They kicked field goals. Like you, you gotta, you gotta get touchdowns here. All right, Dennis. I think the Bengals fans need 
to cool it because Mike Brown's never going to get rid of his something Taylor because Taylor. you remember how long he had Marvin. Yeah. Well, I see. I, I Dennis, I, I do agree with you. That's what he did. But Mike Brown, and he wants he doesn't want a new stadium. For what I've found out, he just wants up you know it to be upkept. You know, and you know yeah. just b- basic stuff. And I know everybody's always mad and down about the Brown family and all this stuff because of the nineties and we haven't won a playoff game and all that stuff. And I trust me, I'm with you. I understand all that. So that's where I'm like, if he wants that, he knows he's got to bring a winner in here. And he, trust me, Mike Brown knows how good Joe Burrow is. He knows what he has. <laughs> so now you, now by knowing that you would think he would have fixed the offensive line, but they didn't. Anyway, that's neither here or there right now, but I just think with, like I said, I thought it was really interesting that they're laying 12,000 12, uh, fans in. And the tickets aren't all sold out yet, so that's that's got to be an eyebrow raise for for the Brown family. All right, Adam's got a question for us here. Question for y'all: How does John Ross not play? Um, they didn't need him. It's <laughs> uh, the only thing I can say. I don't know. I mean, because we all complain about maybe using John Ross to take the top off the defense. Well, we did it twice. I mean. AJ didn't catch the ball, but I mean, Helly and Boyd got a pretty, pretty long uh, pass too. That was all in the first half when we were moving the ball. And then the second half we, we'd move the ball and then we'd stop, <laughs> you know? And, okay. And another thing, people were complaining about Zach's play calling. Uh, I, the only one, which I think was completely idiotic and dumb was the, the halfback dive or whatever he tried to do. Um, Oh, hold on. Sorry. Messing mess it up here on the computer. Uh, the halfback dive he tried to do with, with uh Simeon. I can't think of his name. You know, the the third down there. P Ryan. You know what I'm talking P. about? Ryan. Huh? Samaji P Ryan. Went yeah. forward on third. Yeah. Yeah. There, right, sorry. I had, Mike was gone. I had to try to get him out of there. It was messing me up. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the dumbest play call. I'm like, I I understand Corey. Uh, Mixon was hurt or wasn't able to play right then. Why don't we quarterback sneak it? I don't, and I'll go back to this. The New England Patriots, with 99% of the time, if it's fourth and one, third and one, they're hiking the ball right back to big old Tom Brady, and he's diving over it and scoring. And they did that in the first, you know, down the end zone there, you know, and, and, they, and, and, and Burrow scored, remember? But they never did it again. Why wouldn't you do it on that play? You know, why are you giving – that was – I think that was his first rush of the year. Yeah, yeah, first rush of the year. His first carry in 12 games as a Bengal. So I don't understand why that would be the thing. That's the play you go to. You know, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and it, it all comes back to Zach Taylor's. That It all comes back to him. It's got to. It's got to fall on somebody. And to go back to John Ross, you know, for me – uh, who was it that asked that question about John Ross? I think it was just Adam. Throw, yeah, Adam. Yeah, just Adam, throw Adam a shout out on that question. I personally would take John Ross over Mike Thomas. Um, I see yeah. Yeah. potential there. I see right. a punt returner there. 
I see maybe even a kickoff guy if you put him back. Wilson's great, but you know you can even put him back there as a second guy for kickoffs. How about and then, punt returner? Yeah, yeah, put like yeah, punt returns, kickoffs, and mm-hmm. even those quick little tosses where the wide receiver runs around the end that we did with Boyd and we did with Higgins. Uh, why not throw John Ross some of those type of plays? That's where he excels. So. Just to get back on what he was saying about John Ross, I'm with him there. I, I would like to see, at this point, where we are in this year, with how we've played, what's it going to hurt to see what John Ross can do? Punt returning, some quick slants, you know, screens, whatever. Get his get his speed going. Let's see what let's see what he has. I don't know about yeah. you, Mike, but that's What's that. That's kind of what Keith's saying right here. He said uh, he's he's answering uh, Adam. He said I have no idea. He's very he's valuable to stretch the field as a decoy, if nothing else. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. You got something to say about it? Let's really get that on there. Okay, I can't hear you there, bro. He's yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Mike. I had to let you go, dude. I could not hear anything you were saying. It was freezing. So try to get back on if you can. Okay. Uh, okay. We, we, uh, this is an upbeat one. We'll get it together. We just need to get better defense and better O line. Zach made a bad play call, but he's still working on getting the roster, uh, roster he wants. T is going to be a beast for us. I I agree with you on that. T is going to be a beast. And the thing is, look, if I'll, I'll go on the optimistic side. You know me; I'm I'm kind of the optimistic one of the of the group here. If they turn it around and they can get this, you know, because honestly, I'll tell you this: my first thought when we were up twenty one nothing, like, all right, we're going to win this game and they're going to roll on, and this is going to be a roll. We're going we're going to keep you know start going here. That's what I thought. So I, it, it it could still happen. It's going to be hard, but. I don't, you know, but like I, I have to go back to if he's losing the locker room, then it's not going to, we're not going to get on, we're going to get on a bad roll. It's going to be going down the hill into a, a fire, into a lake and burn, you know, it's not going to be good. So, good. You got yeah, it's, it's not like we have a, uh, you know, a, a deep roster where our veterans can be upset and we'll bring in these young guys and they'll just tear up the place. Um, right. We start losing our locker room, like you said. It's it's not going to be a good thing, right? As it already isn't. So right. uh, it can't get much worse. But I guess now, looking at Sean Williams, Darius Phillips, Dunlap, I guess it can. Mm-hmm. I guess it can. Yeah. All right, we got we got a uh, Isaac says uh, Darren Simmons take over as head coach if Taylor's fired. Maybe I mean he would be actually the <laughs> the longest tenured coach there <laughs> i mean you know so i don't i don't know well uh, yeah. get a little i agree with jeremy on john ross yep uh let's see let's see your dennis can you guys give me some hope that the Bengals will beat the Browns sunday yes i can give you hope because we scored 21 points and then if we do bring that offense the entire time and we bring the defense that we had against baltimore and we put it all together and finish one game like that yes that's what drives me nuts. We haven't done it, <laughs> but that's where I, that's in my head. Yes. That's what I keep thinking is we're going to get it together. At least I hope to God we are. Cause you, one part plays good. And then the other part plays bad. And it's like, 
Sorry, get a little. Well, I'm just going to. I'm just going to put it out there simple for him. As okay. long, <laughs> as long as there's mm-hmm. a Cincinnati Bengals, we will always have a chance to beat Cleveland. Don't you ever okay. worry about that. Remember, if it's brown, flush it down. All right, let's see here. Uh, the, uh, Keith Ross should be there more. Should be there more often, often, especially now that AJ in more than the. Oh my God, why can't I read that word? Guy now. Intermediate. <laughs> Thank you, Cheezel. Thank you, retard. Public school here can't read sometimes. Intermediate guy now. It would be open, open that up even more because they have to respect Ross. Jeez, I can't read. I totally screwed that up. I hope you guys understood what he said. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, uh, it's 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 pretty much what uh, I think Adam brought up. It, why not use try to use Ross's speed? Right. Why not you know yeah. try to use Michael Thomas did good. Michael Thomas did good in the first what two games. And ever since then, I mean, he's the one to fumble the ball last week. Yep. So I, I'm not sure why. All right, why is Sean Williams mainly on spe- a special teamer? <laughs> if you watch the game Sunday, you would you'd figure it out pretty quick, man. He uh Sean Williams has never been the fastest guy on the field, but he was late quite a few times getting over. They threw a lot of passes his way. Now Sims right. didn't help him out, the cornerbacks didn't help him out. Other, other than WJ3, that's about all we have cornerback wise if you ask me. But yeah, he's right. If anything, he was supposed to be part of the three, four, and he was going to be part of the four. And he mm-hmm. was going to be the guy that either went back and took a tight end or went after the quarterback for some reason. I don't know why it hasn't turned out that way this year, but that's what Sean Williams was supposed to be a part of this year. And Zach Taylor's gotten away from it. I don't know why. All right, Justin, you think Urban Meyer could become a candidate for head coach next season? Wouldn't be a bad idea, in my opinion. <laughs> I I could have somehow, some way make it happen. I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't I'd be I mean, I wouldn't be okay with it, but I don't he's got health issues, man. So I don't know if he can do it. You know, that's that's the reason he quits every time. Yes, yeah, 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 yes, yes, Buckeye boy. Go ahead. I am a Buckeye through and through, but I would much rather have the enemy than I, I got to admit it than having Urban Meyer because a lot of times college coaches just don't translate well to the NFL. Nick Saban showed you that. Right. And secondly, he's got, you know, he, he's with the Buckeyes, he, you know, he's been with Florida. He was with uh, what Youngstown state, I, you know, he, and it's, it's always something with him, and I just, I no, I don't know what you think about it, Mike, but I'm not too too high on bringing Urban Meyer here. I agree with you, Jeremy. I just, I don't think, I don't think it'd be a good idea, just because, like what Jeff said, you know, it, you know, he has health issues, and if he comes here, you know, he might not be able to last. So you you want a guy to come in here that can. <laughs> come in and take control of the team, you know? Right. So that's, that's my thought on it. Exactly. So J- Jeremy, uh, Gillow's got a, a shout out to you. You read that because you live in Cincinnati. 
That's hope enough to beat that's the Browns. That's hope enough to beat the Browns. That's right, baby. That, that, like, as long as we got a team. Thing, yeah, I think just yeah, I think just Facebook users talk about Sean Williams, make him a linebacker, yep. which I had some talk That's, last year yep. of doing that, and I thought they might do that with all with all the secondary guys they sat they signed, but it hasn't happened. All right, Adam. LOL. We probably have scored forty to beat the Browns because we now now the critics will say will be a bounce back game for them. I hate that. Yeah, because yeah, the Browns. No, 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 no. If Baker even plays, man, because Baker might not play. He cracked his ribs and he was gone. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if he's going to play. We'll find uh, out. I don't either. I just know we. I mean, if if we're going to win three or four games this year, we've got to beat Cleveland. We got to beat the Giants, and we need to beat the Redskins. Or my bad, not the Redskins, yeah, the, the Washington, Washington football team. Yes, right. Bob K in the what house. Up? What up, boys? What's going on, Bob? How you doing, buddy? No, we know you like the rap birds. That's okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, pro football is so different than the NFL. I think he's talking about the hiring Urban, Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dead on. Dead on. All right, Keith. Uh, I don't think we have an issue with, Bra- with Browns. Could have beat them the first time. They're Dallas win was a fluke, and Pittsburgh and Pitt, excuse me, that's Pittsburgh. Sorry, I'm messing up my own show up. Who do you think is a way over overrated? Killed them yesterday. Yeah, I, I the Browns, they to me, they're one kind of crazy game like that yesterday to, from falling apart. So, and yeah, Gillow says, you know, uh, Baker and Chubb might be out. Yeah, yeah, so I, and. I don't know if I agree with Pittsburgh being way overrated. Um, yeah. Ben wait, Roethlisberger who, who, is still pretty who, damn tough, and that defense is still pretty damn tough. I mean, wait, who, who did you? Who I don't you know say? about way overrated. Who, who did? What? What team? What? Oh, what the Squealers. The Squealers. My bad. Pittsburgh Squealers. Cuss on the show. Dang it, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right, Dennis. Here we go. Um. Uh, for all the new, oh, okay. For all the new sh- subscribers and the ones I've been here, I've been here. If you don't know, you do now. Strawberry Ice is the best damn podcast person. Thanks, Dennis. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Strawberry Ice can't read sometimes. Bob K, what is with Itzburg and Dreads and receivers? They do well. In that area, barely whiff. Yeah, there. I don't think Juju is is a is a number one wide receiver. If you ask me, I think they actually draft better on defense. Yeah, yeah. And then they trade. Man, they traded <laughs> for a linebacker last year, man. Like, ish. So anyway, I hope you guys uh, liked our new time. If you if it's easier for you guys to get on with us coming on at five thirty, let us know. Seems like we got a lot more. A lot more viewers and a lot more questions and some new viewers. I know we've had some guys message me and message Jeremy saying, yeah, I want to get on the show, but I can't, you know, you know, I get, get off work. So we'll try to move it to 530 and see if that, that helps you guys out. But um, if you are new to the show, uh, I would invite you to the Facebook groups that we help run. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. 
And as always, follow me on all my social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. Now, this is a YouTube show. It's on Bengals Nation right now. It's on my Facebook page, Sports Strawberry Ice. But if you guys do me a favor, if you're new to the show, or if you're watching on Bengals Nation and you watch it every week, that's great. I enjoy it. If you go to YouTube, subscribe. It's free. Just go there and click on Sports with Strawberry Ice. Give me a subscription. Like I said, it costs you absolutely nothing. Just helps me out a little bit. Now, hopefully I'll get this on the podcast. I had, didn't do the last two ones we did. I didn't get them on the podcast, but hopefully I'll get this one on the podcast. And if it's on there, do me a favor. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. And YouTubers, like I said, we're up to 667 subscribers. So you want to take some more questions, Jeremy, or you want to end this? Because we got, we got more people asking stuff here. If we got some questions, know. let's take them, man. All right, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 Keith. All right, uh, it's, uh, Jeremy. I always say they're overrated. My two favorite teams are the Bengals and whoever says Pittsburgh this week. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, right on, uh, Adam. Uh, you like that time? You like our new time? That's good. That's good. That's good. good. No. All righty, all right, brother. I think it's time to to roll on out of here and end this thing. Jeremy Dean, will you please do the honor, sir. You all, as usual, you know how it goes. When we win, we have fun. When we lose, we don't. <laughs> exactly. But as always, when we lose, there's one positive. Mm-hmm. That positive is uh-huh. you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So let's act like it. Who day? And that's just sports, baby. <laughs>